Podcast, your host Alicia Solomon and Megan Hines, where we talk all things the challenge. And this week we are finishing up on the challenge all star season three. We are at the second part of the final, and it was a long but pleasurable final for the people on the show. They got to eat some weird ass food, but also they got to enjoy themselves on a boat. We'll get into all of that and more in a bit. So we did start off this episode following the cliffhanger from last week where the players were headed towards the third checkpoint where they had to race to the tandem kayaks and they had to get on those to get to the next checkpoint on the water. And as a refresher, the pairs for this were Nehemiah and Kayla, Brad and Janae, Mark and Kellyanne, and Wes and Naya. Points breakdown that we had was... Janae with 15 points, Wes with 18, Nye with 13, me and Maya with 15, Kayla with 12, Brad with 9, Kellyanne with 5, and Mark with 3 points. So from when we last left off to now, what are your thoughts like when we're in the middle of the final? Well, I'm just happy that Naya is literally one point behind Janae. I think that she has shown herself in this final that she can do it. And so again that's the only person that I'm rooting for so that's the only person I care about and I think TJ when he broke down how people got some of their points and he basically told Nehemiah if you didn't steal Derek stars then you wouldn't be in any type of a lead and I was like you know what TJ you're absolutely right because it's true but no matter how he got the stars he still was in a position to be second place behind West at the time. Yes. And so as they are on the kayaks heading towards the next checkpoint, most everybody was doing really well. Brad and Johnny were partnered on the kayak and Brad was laying down the back of it, just chilling, trying to like get a handle on it. But I'm like, what is this technique? What I don't understand, but it kind of worked for a little bit, but it was just like he was moving to the side and it was like not working. Yeah, even John A was like, Brad, like, what are you doing? Can you get up? Because it just seemed like he was chilling. And in a situation like that, you have to use your upper body strength. So I don't know if laying down was helping him in any way. I felt like John A probably felt like she was doing most of the the hard work and trying to paddle. But yeah, it, it got to a point where some of these people were just, they were out of breath. Like they were out of it in this final. Yeah. At that point, him and Johnny were in third place and Wes and Naya were dead last, but they were really working well. Like at one point, Naya was like, I don't see anybody in my peripheral or anything, but Wes is being a good partner and he's not being weird or anything. So like that was a good point for her having some type of a supportive partner in Wes. And Mark and Kellyanne, they were actually in first place. They made it to the checkpoint and got first the four points. And then Nehemiah and Kayla right behind them. And then John A and Brad finally made it as well. And it took a little bit of a while because everybody was sitting down waiting for Naya and Wes to make it. But everybody made it to the next checkpoint. And in this next checkpoint, this is going to be a head-to-head matchup in a challenge called King of the Hill, which actually hasn't been, I don't think it's been seen on a show since Gauntlet 2, if I'm not mistaken, because this was actually the first 
challenge that TJ actually hosted on Gauntlet 2. So this was like kind of a full circle moment for that. Yeah, the flashback was funny because if you watched on Paramount Plus long enough, you know, sometimes when it goes into the next episode or the episode finishes, it goes into an old challenge episode. And I had when I first started watching the All-Star seasons two seasons ago, they did have the Gauntlet 2 on there. So it would go into that episode of TJ first hosting it. And it was a bunch of people, Cyrus, Brad. It was a bunch of the people from the All-Stars cast that were on that podium to do that challenge. Yeah, I recently watched that season and Derek was one of those people who was like the good guys versus the bad guys, I think I want to say. And it was a lot of veterans that were doing the most on that season. But it was really good. And that was a really good challenge because it was really fun. Oh, it was the Rickies versus like the Vets in that way. But anyways, in this challenge on respective heats, players have to try and push one another off the platform and earn five points. And so the first matchup is Wes and Brad. And Brad pushes Wes off as Wes was like mostly on all fours, but also kind of laying down. He didn't really have a good grasp of Brad, but Brad had the upper hand and just pushed him off. At one point. Yeah, Brad got the upper hand on him at that point. It was funny to see them kind of be like, you know, sorry, man, but I have to do this. Like, it was, you know, definitely giving much like, Usher, I'm sorry I have to do this, man, but, you know, I got to get it done. Like, <laughs> I got to push you over. And Russ got the bad side of Brad at that point. Yeah. Like, I thought it would be at least a better matchup, but Wes just couldn't get a grip. <laughs> and Brad was just over him and just skidded him off. And then Kellyanne and Naya were next. And it was funny when both of them were standing on a platform. Wes was like, she is so small in reference to Kellyanne. <laughs> because you look at Naya as the tallest woman in this final. And then Kellyanne is one of the shortest. It just looked like David and Goliath. And it was like, how is this going to go? But Naya ended up saying, like, Kellyanne, I'm not trying to hurt you. <laughs> but I got to do what I got to do <laughs> to get this win. It was like a little bit of tussle between both of them. But Kellyanne actually got pushed off. And Naya won her little heat. And shout out to Naya because she needed those five points. Wes basically said, like, it looks like Kellyanne is a child standing on there. She looks like an overgrown child going against Naya. And I was glad that Naya was able to just show herself in this final period. Like, she did so well. And Kellyanne kind of got in a stance trying to make a play. And then Naya just, like, literally twirled her and just, like, pushed her over. And it was just a done deal for her. Yeah. Speaking of a done deal, this next one was very quick. It was Mark and Nehemiah. Right after TJ sounded the air horn, <laughs> Mark just made quick work of Nehemiah and pushed him off. That was the end <laughs> of their heat. Nehemiah did all that rain and God heard none of those. Okay. Not <laughs> one single prayer was answered at that point. Nope. <laughs> like he really weeded him off like real quick. I was like, okay. <laughs> And then the final heat was Kayla and John A. And it was really a good tussle between both of them. But John A managed to get some of her mom's strength and had the little edge to throw Kayla off the platform. Yeah. And I think Kayla even said at that moment she underestimated John A and her mom's strength because she didn't realize John A was that strong. John A has been doing this for three seasons now. She has gotten herself back into gameplay shape. And of course, she has kids. So she has to, you know, deal with her small children. So John A is John A at this point. What can, what more can you say? 
Yeah. So Naya, Janae, Brett, and Mark all get five points. And so the breakdown now is with Janae with 22 points, Naya with 19, Kayla still sits at 15, Killian has nine, Wes has 19, Nehemiah has 18, Brett has 16, and Mark has 12. Poor Mark, just <laughs> still at the bottom. But he's been trying his best, so he managed to get some of those points from this. So at the new pairs end up being Brad and Johnny, Mark and Naya, Nehemiah and Kellyanne, and Wes and Kayla. And so now with these new pairs, they now do their next run, but they have to transport 100 pounds of sandbags to the next checkpoint. And to start off, Nehemiah and Kellyanne had this bright idea to split up their bags, make two trips up the mountain, thinking that the teams wouldn't just take all of them together on one trip. But everyone ended up doing that. And so that kind of bit them in the ass later on. But Mark and Naya were working really well, and they took their time walking up that hill with like 50 pounds each. I don't think they even split up an uneven amount like some people did, but they really beefed it through this whole race. Yeah, that's what I would have done initially. Like I was just like, okay, 100 pounds, I mean 50-50, go both ways and, you know, go up the hill. But Nehemiah and Kellyanne, I don't know if they got too ahead of themselves in trying to over-strategize and they thought that they would be able to go halfway and come back. But to me, it's a final. Take everything that you can and keep going. Like, don't look back because you stopping at, at a halfway point to go back. And if you go all the way there to go back, what sense does that make? Like, get everything you can. It's literally something that you can split in two and keep it pushing. So I didn't even understand that method. But once Mark and Naya got the hang of it and they were just on go they were speeding past people they sped past johnny and brad but past kayla who had to uh, stop for a moment to get her breath and then they passed kellyanne and nehemiah because they were like damn y'all, y'all got all of it and it was just like yeah dude like who was coming back for it so that's where the two of them messed up but mark and Ian beast it at the end of this yeah and like it was funny in a confessional, actually, Mark thought that him and I were better suited for this because, like, they kind of have like similar builds or whatever. And it was funny in the confessional, like he was talking, and then it immediately switched to Naya <laughs> in the same in the same second. I'm like, I love this partnership. They communicate really well, but they also are beasting this and are taking their time, which I really enjoyed. Speaking of Brad, real quick, he kept stopping, and Johnny was getting annoyed. <laughs> Because he's like, yo, let's just switch these rates and let's do it that way. Like he had originally had a 60 pound of the sandbags and Johnny had the 40 and he was not doing well with that. So Johnny ended up having to take the 60 pound part of the weights and just had to dig it out like that. And so Naya and Mark made it to the short side with Wes and Kayla right behind them. And then Brad and Johnny and then finally Killian and Nehemiah. And so this is where we are at this point. TJ was like, oh, it's time for the overnight portion. And then went to an, into a flashback of like all the overnight portions of a challenge where folk were get out their minds, exhausted, tired, in distress. And Johnny was like, I have horror stories. I've been telling people about this. I don't want to do this. But TJ said, hey, y'all, I'm going to switch it up. And y'all going to have a chill overnight. Y'all got to do nothing. Y'all be on the yacht having a good time. Which I thought was very anticlimactic because 
I don't know if they just ran out of shit to do on that island and they couldn't really come up with anything or secure a location for them to stay overnight because I'm not understanding why they were just on a boat for the whole night. Like they didn't do anything that was so crazy in the first part of the final that warranted for them to take a chill. So I just think that something happened behind the scenes where they couldn't do something overnight and they were just like, hey guys, just go on the boat with the money. And he's just like, the chest is going to be there. You know, you see the money and you'll know where it is. And so tomorrow you'll have the opportunity to win for the money. It's just like, this is not making any sense. But then also people were getting sick on the boat. So it was just like another way that honestly could have got some people out if they stayed on that boat long enough. Yeah, because Killian got seasick while she was asleep because she was feeling the waves. Wes was getting seasick. Kayla was getting seasick. It was a mess, but a lot of people, they just took it in stride. I had wrote down in the notes some yacht reflections that people were having at this point in the game. Since like they're so close to the end, a lot of people are just reminiscing and talking about their motivations and whatnot. And Mark said, like, we've been known this whole time, his motivation was his mom just helping her. Brad said he wanted to use the money to make him and his son's lives a little bit better. Nehemiah, he said that he was broken physically but not defeated. And then John A. also said that she got over fear of going into a nation this season. Naya said that she showed up for herself in the final. After being scared on coming on and being unconfident in herself as a competitor on her own, I really applaud Naya for coming on and really showing out in this final. Like, we love Naya. We love to see her back and competing and she's killing it. John A., proud of you for actually going to an elimination. And everybody is hurt at this point so it's a lot going on yeah I mean John A okay she crafted this storyline like she had Jemmy the first season then she had MJ the second season and now this season she's on her own I just felt like it was a crock of shit because we saw you with MJ for mostly half the season it's not until he left that she was quote-unquote by herself and even at that point I feel like they were close getting closer to the end of it so I don't think that she was by herself necessarily. It's to me. Now, does she have a main alliance that she can go to? Probably not. But I think at that point, Janae was playing the game as she always does. Like she also mentioned that she didn't use her politics this time, which I don't think it's true. Like she did because she went around at different times when people were throwing others into elimination trying to save her own ass so again I think she tried to craft a narrative and she did everything her own and she was you know this independent player this season that sounds great but again I'm kind of tired of Johnny to be honest and I don't know if I want to see her back to redeem herself quote unquote she's won it twice go sit down and take care of your kids at home and go back to your husband. I don't, I don't really care to see Johnny next season. As for Naya, I'm glad that she was able to get herself out of that rut and that crutch that she had with Jordan. And I'm glad she found the confidence in that. However time frame it was from when Jordan left until the final started, because she's played a pretty damn good game so far in the final. So I'm glad that she was able to find herself and not be someone who I just really didn't know. Like she was just not herself. So yeah, I'm glad that Naya was able to come out of her own. And as for Nehemiah, whatever. (laughs) In the next day, everybody's rested and ready for the next leg of the final. At this point, the breakdown has a little bit more weight to it. John A is in the lead of 24 points. Naya has 23 
West has 22 and Nehemiah has 19. So the top four people in this final, they cemented their spots for day two. But the remaining four have to fight for their lives to make it to the second part. So only two people will be moving on out of those four into the second part of the final. So Brad, Mark, Kayla, and Kellyanne have to complete an elimination round that determines the last two spots. And they have to do a crossword puzzle that has the destinations that many challenge finals have been in, which is really all the countries that they've gone to in a sense for the final. And TJ said that there's a map that was in the dining area in the house that folks should have been looking at, but Kayla said herself she was not looking at that map. She didn't do nothing. Kellyanne studied the map. And I don't know what the guys did, but that's elimination to determine who goes to the next part of the fight. Again, another challenge where they just put something in the house and hope that people actually studied it because they didn't have anything else to do in the house. So I don't know. I just feel like it's some part of that is just lazy. Like if there's nothing else that you could have found for them to do. But again, I do understand that it's a callback and it's part of a memory game that they're doing. But part of it to me is like, this is just lazy as shit. Like, this is, I don't know. But Kellyanne said she remembered it, but then come to find out, she don't know shit about shit. Like, she don't know how to spell. Uh, she didn't remember anything. She's thinking she Cancun is not a country. Like, Kellyanne was just all messed up. And what Kayla, I mean, Miss Cheetah, Cheetah, Pumpkin Eater. Like, I've seen her, like, trying to stand back. And I'm just like, they're going back to back. They're they're facing each other back to back. So there's no way that she can see Kellyanne's work. But, like, her eyes are just, it, it just gives me cheater. Like, just looking to see something. But you can't see anything. I don't know how far in proximity she was to Mark. But, or to the person that was standing next to her on her side of the wall. But again... I don't want to see her return, actually. Like, she's the one person that I can, like, concretely say I do not want to see return from this cast because I just don't think that she fits the bill of what an all-star is up to, at, at this point. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. But also, <laughs> Naya and Johnny were on a silence. Like, yo, karma's about to get back to <laughs> Kayla. It really wasn't that bad. Aside from the guys, Brad did not spell Thailand correctly. He knew California initially. He had did his tiles for Thailand and literally was like T-Y-L-A-N-D. I'm like, oh, sir, that's not how you spell it. That's how you pronounce it. That's not how you spell it. And then Mark did not have all the pieces for USA because he put the S on Brazil. I think that was Wes in his confessional pronounced it as Brazil because Mark did put an S in Brazil instead of a Z. So. <laughs> It was interesting. You know, when you're in that moment, you start to get flustered and you don't know what's what. And that's the point of the game. Like you're under pressure and you have to remember everything and remember it correctly or else you're going to have some kind of mixed up. But once Brad was able to see Argentina, the floor opened up for him and or the world, I should say, opened up for him. And he was able to figure out the rest of the countries because they were all over the place. Yes. Kayla guessed everything and still managed to get this win. And like you said, Brad finally found Sheena and put everything together. And so they're moving on while Mark and Kellyanne really had like a walk of shame down the beach <laughs> in their time. So I'm like, this is hilarious, but it's a challenge. 
Yeah, and I hope that if Kellyanne returns, she comes back to play a final as she should. I feel like in the first part of the final, she was definitely lackluster. She wasn't herself to me. She really wasn't putting much effort in a lot of things just because of the way that the final was being calculated in terms of the checkpoints. But once you start checking out and you're like, oh, this person already won the heat. I don't have to do anything. I feel like you're already putting yourself in a position where you're going to be behind. And I feel like she was trying to fight from behind this whole time. And especially in that moment where I feel like she even knew the answers, but she couldn't get it. And, you know, Kayla just being Kayla, guessed everything right. And then that was it for Kellyanne. So hopefully she does return to get that part of the second final and see if she can actually win. As for Mark, you know, Mark is always going to be the godfather. He had the last moment of that. And TJ was like, damn, Mark, like he was just like, this is, this is it. Like you're almost at the finish line. But again, for him to come out to play for his mom and know that he had that support and that was what he was playing for essentially I know that he'll probably return if you know the cast is lackluster again (laughs) he'll probably make his way back onto the cast and play for another final but I actually didn't mind Mark at some points I was just like and like the storyline is oh with the godfather with the little mark on the side like I was just like this is cheesy but it's better than some people I'll say that yeah so I will say that Mark was really repping for the OGs. He was the last one of the actual OGs from the Royal Rose that was in this final. And I'm proud of him for doing so. He did a good job. Like he was a good partner. He stayed with everybody. And I want to see him back. Cause like, yo, it's Mark. Like Mark's a good guy, a good competitor. Everybody loves him. Because of him, I want to see more of him even more. He's done two of these, but I want to see him again. Because he's such a great person and brings a good life into the challenge. And so now it takes us to the second leg. We are officially going without any partners. It's all individual. And now they have to make their way back to the yacht in a race. And they have to complete different checkpoints as well. So to start off, Brad and Wes were in the lead, but sec- first and second, I didn't really see the placement for them, but they were really neck and neck with Nehemiah in third of them. And then the girls with John A in first, Kayla in second, and Naya in third. At one point, Nehemiah and John A were like uh, running together. And Nehemiah was like, I have a feeling that Brad's going to tire out and I have to worry about more so about Wes because Wes has been killing it with endurance so far in his final. But Brad has been, has shown like at points he'll tire out. And Nehemiah essentially hoped that he has an advantage to at least gain some ground over Brad and get close to Wes at least. But West managed to take it all and go to the next station where it was the eating station. And he was truly disgusted. And while I was disgusted as well, everybody was disgusted at what they are about to consume. Yeah, this is the part where I have to partially cover my eyes and just fast forward it essentially because the puking, the eating, it's just the puking I can't I'm not somebody who can be around somebody who's vomiting like that like just just like that's not my forte but especially in in this situation I think being around the, the people that's next to you and them enduring the same thing and you just seeing it and 
when Wes threw up, like the vomit was all over his beard. It was dripping down. It just, he said it looked like baby puke. That adds to you being more nauseous and you throwing up more. And so everyone was just fighting through it. I thought it was funny when Nehemiah ran up there. He was like, y'all don't got any vegan options because he hasn't eaten meat apparently 15 years. And so he was like, fuck it. I'm just going to have to eat this for $250,000. Like, I'm just going to have to go ahead and do it. And Naya was trying to fight through it. She looked like she was on a steady pace at one point. And then once it started to come down to people leaving, she just looked, she looked defeated. The one moment I would say that I just was laughing was when Kayla and John A were crying. Like, why the fuck are you two crying? Like, this is, (laughs) what is going on here? Like, they were literally in tears crying and like holding each other, like hugging each other and embracing each other. I'm just like, y'all are crying over whatever y'all eating. I don't, I I wasn't even clear about what it was, but why are y'all crying? I don't know, but... Some of it was like hard because at one point that was like, I don't know if it's my blood I'm consuming or a whole heart that I like consumed. It was a lot of random things that were consumed. But it is funny though, because like both Brad and Kayla managed to avoid these eating challenges for the most part on seasons that they have done before. But now they had to face this. And at one point, Brad was like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> because... He was so distraught in that moment where he was like, I don't know if it's my blood or the heart's blood that I had, but he managed to get through it. Wes was the first person to finish, get it down. I think it was had to be at least three pounds because it was like five pounds of it. that had to consume at least two pounds of whatever that meat was. And John A was next to finish and she dipped off as well. Then Kayla and Brad were after as well. Wes was made it to the next checkpoint first where they had to complete a puzzle to get a surfboard and then took that to a next checkpoint. He finished that puzzle within record time and then moved on to the pyramid, which had a lot of people stressed. The only reason why they were stressed was because of the wind and what had previously happened when they had a puzzle in a challenge like that where the wind literally knocked down Kellyanne's thing and she had to do it all over again. And Brad and the rest of them went through that challenge as well. But for the most part, I just think that the final, this leg of the final besides the eating was essentially like a cakewalk for some of these people. Like I just didn't see anything that was like extraordinarily hard where they had to push through it. Like it was just the eating part of it, which always gets people, but Still, once you get past that point, I feel like it should have been more and it just got easier and easier as they went on. Yeah, Nehemiah and Naya were still <laughs> at that eating station contemplating quitting, but Naya was getting at one point 50 50 on quitting, but Nehemiah was giving her some pep talk to try and leave to get through some of it. They're the last two there. And while Johnny, Kayla, and Brad were going to the next puzzle. Johnny actually did that next puzzle and then moved on to where Wes was for the pyramid. But Wes finished the pyramid before anybody else really got there and went off into the water with the surfboard and managed to make it to the yacht. Johnny and Brad, they finally made it over to start their pyramids. And then as Kayla had came up, that's when Wes had left. But Johnny finished her pyramid and then Kayla and Brad were right behind her. It seemed like Wes had a lead this whole time. And honestly, I know that he at one point was concerned at Brad catching up because of something that happened on the duel with them a few years ago. And he was just like, I just hear 
Brad's huffing and puffing and I just need to get to the finish line. But Wes, Wes's lead just did not lead up this whole time. As soon as he got to the next station, he was able to just move and move and move. I mean, once he got in the water, I just knew it was a wrap for everyone else. And as for Kayla and Brad, they were still trying though. It wasn't like they, you know, were lacking any effort and trying to at least catch up. Like as long as you can see the person that's ahead of you, you still have an opportunity to get to them. So I think for them having that mentality, you know, it, it's a good showing because you're at the point where you can like sense the money. Like as soon as you get to that boat, the money is yours. And so they all were moving as if like, listen, we got to go. Like we got to get to it. Yeah. And Brad also wasn't trying to relive the duel again because that's when he lost to Wes. But Wes made it to the yacht first with Johnny right behind him. And she now has a back-to-back win. And I like they were hugging. Wes told her that she was smarter than him. They have won each a quarter of a million dollars. And then Naya and Nehemiah finally got to Shoreside and saw Brad and Kayla. And I was like, y'all, it's over. They won. And then when they said that Nehemiah really did try and toss off his backpack, it didn't work. So he was just curling around. It was a flop, like a lot of things that he seems to be doing. But for the most part, I think we were talking about earlier, I think they just timed out on their eating station and they made it to the next portion. But at that point, Brad and Caleb were already walking back because... John A and West had made it to the boat and had won. And honestly, it was just such a anticlimactic ending to the final for me. Just after that eating station, I just already can sense who was going to be in the lead and who was going to win. And once it happened, I was like, oh, I'm not surprised at any of this. Now, for West to come after, you know, having a hiatus. And him coming back to being on the All-Star show where, you know, it's a lot of people who it's a a mixed match cast and you don't really know who you're going to get. I feel like Wes was always going to have a good showing. It was a matter of can he get put out of the house because he's such a strong competitor. And a lot of people this whole time was trying to get him out for this very reason was because he was obviously in a position to have a lot of endurance and to win. And so, you know, West winning or whatever, like he's, he said he was going to buy a Lambo, which I don't know if he knows how to do math, but the Lambo would equal all of the money. And I know that him and his wife, you also have to think about taxes too. I mean, I don't know if he still lives in Texas, but at the same point, like there's so many other factors. I know that he was bullshitting when he said he was going to buy the Lambo, but still it's like, oh, like that's what you're just going to do with the money. And then as for John A, like I said, I appreciate John A coming back like the first season once I saw her to where she is now she has come a far way and she's gotten back into the best shape and as Wes said she is such a better player than she was when she was in those earliest seasons of the challenge and so I'm glad that John A was able to find this within herself to keep doing it however don't return sis like stay home you won twice let it go like I'm tired of her it's time for someone else to win all stars at least because she's been in all three of the finals one two back to back that's a good feat for her after not being on the show in a very long time and not having 
too many great performances in her earlier shows. But shout out to her because she not only has won the challenge, but she is also an endurance winner from back in the day. So she's been winning, but had to take some time off. But Wes, depending on like cast, I was really hoping like at least someone would have some sense to really take him out early because we know what we get with him in finals. But he really did show up in his final. Like he was still Wes we knew, but he was in more better shape because on the last couple of seasons that he did on the Bane show, he was a little bit out of shape. I'm I'm not gonna lie so him coming back and being more in shape and really in tune with himself props him for doing that and hats off to him for winning he did that but that is the end of the challenge all-star season three we had a lot of complaints <laughs> about this cast but it is what it is. It happened how it happened. And yeah. Yeah, I think this particularly just made me like, ugh, I wish that they would have did a little bit more homework in casting. I wish that they would have been able to get more people. And even the alternate came and she sucked. Like, I just wish that it was a little bit more that was put into it because the show can be great. You know, the first two seasons, it gave what it needed to. I think that it was casted well. The people on the show did what they were supposed to do. It had a little bit of drama, like intertwined to, into it, but it wasn't anything too crazy. As for this season, like I said, having some of the people who were younger, it's just like it does not hit the same because I don't think they were at that stage yet to get to those people to call them all-stars. Now, I'm not saying that they can never be all-stars. However, at that point of where the show is, that's also a question that I have. Where does production see the show going? I don't know if the show is going to be long lasting because how long can you go off of this motto of picking some of these people and, you know, then having the results that you have? I just, I don't know what the ratings are. I don't know why they don't do a reunion show. They never do an after show. Like the show is literally just one and done. Okay. It's very much University of Kentucky. Like it's John Calipari one and done all over it. And so I just wish that it, they would give a little bit more effort because it really can be good. Like it's better than the main show. I would say that even this season was better than the main show that we've gotten in the past three seasons. But at the same time, I see the decline and it's some of it was a little bit lazy in terms of the challenges, in terms of, you know, the twist that happened. Like, I just didn't really get my life to this show as I thought I would and how I did in the past two seasons. I don't know if they come back for a season four. I don't know what's going on with the homecoming season. So it's a lot of questions that are happening behind the scenes. And so I do I wish to see a season four? I do, but I wish that the cast would be a little bit different, mix it up a little bit more. If even if we bring back some of the people who were in this season or in the past two seasons, I just wish that it can be more people that we haven't seen because the real world role rules challenge is so many people that they can just get and they can, you know, put on the show. So I know it's up to production on who they like and who they think will be a casting fit, but I feel like there's so much more in the archive that they can go to. And I just wish that we would get, I don't want it to see decline because after this season, if it's the same or more or less than this season, the show is not going to last five seasons. Like, it's just not. Yeah. One thing I want to say, because <laughs> I his name is in my head. Bring back Alton. Okay. 
I love Austin. I want him to. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I he was cool, but I feel like it was a lot of behind the scenes drama with him that we never got to know. Got and it. I just think he was very he wasn't into it at all. Like he's one of those people that, you know, are on TV, but they're not in the limelight. Like yeah. you'll see him, but you won't hear from him or you won't see him. And so a lot of the information we were getting after the fact, it was just hearsay or from people who had firsthand accounts. It wasn't from him necessarily. So Alton is all right. Uh, I would love to see Ayana again. I know that yes. I don't know what she's doing, but hey girl, take a pause from being a mom and come back again, run it back one more time. Uh, I would like to see Cynthia back. I know she didn't really get an opportunity to play much this season, but I would love to see her come back. Ronnie as well. But there's more people from their shows. Like I know Dan from Cynthia's season of Real World from Miami, he has, you know, made a petition to come on the show. I would love to see Dan. I haven't seen Dan in freaking 20 years. Like I would love to see him back. There's so many more people that they can just get to come on the show. If they even start from the New Orleans season that just aired from the homecoming, they get David, they get Melissa, somebody. I don't Julie. know. Like <laughs> Julie, anybody, I'm telling you, mix it up. Like once they mix up the cast, it'll be like a little bit more razzle dazzle in it. Yeah, I've been like seeing stuff from Ayana on social. Like in the past year, after All-Stars last season, she really did slim down. So I want to see how she is this time around, if she gets a call back for another season. But Ayana did her thing last season, but I know she like lost some weight, but she would kill it again on another season. So I want to see Ayana back as well. But like you said, there is a lot of people. Like I've been trying to get back into watching the older, older seasons, the ones I can find. And I'm like, I wish like some of these people come back. I don't know where Landon is. But I would like to see Landon come back because he was a good competitor on that. He was a good person. He, I don't even really like know of any other drama with him, but I would like to see him back. Other than that, I, I have to like figure out more, more people. But just don't bring anybody that has been on a recent real world season. Please don't because they're not needed right now. Y'all can do that on season 10 if it lasts that long. <laughs> but well, right I now. Mean, in terms of them being older. So like yeah. the New Orleans season is older. Beth is from the LA season. So I'm talking about like seasons that are like from them. Somebody from the Seattle season of Real World. Bring somebody back from that era. Somebody from the San Francisco season. I don't know. Just mix it up a little bit so that we can have new people because I don't want to see Nehemiah. I don't want to see Mark only. I don't want to only see John A. I, I don't want to see these people anymore. Like enough. It's been three seasons. You've had a run. Sit down and let some new people get an opportunity to play. Real quick. I know I just remember somebody else because they did that dumb document, not documentary, but these weird breakout things on YouTube for the challenge. And they called a legend to do it. Bring back Rachel. Okay. <laughs> so I'm having to do that. That was a waste, that was a waste of time for everybody. Have her come back on All Star. Because if you had Veronica and Tina, bring back Rachel. That's another person, too, that can be added on. Hopefully casting, it gets better this 
season this up i don't even know if this show has been renewed but we shall see yes we're going to get into our music segment now after (laughs) sharing our not complaints but our thoughts about the season and how this show will move forward but we're going to get into tune it up where we find a song from the episode or a thought of the situation on the show and this week i'm gonna go first well i chose the Lisa Stansfield, All Around the World, which has been sampled plenty of times in particularly that Biggie song. But I love that song. I, I thought Lisa was Black when I was growing up, and turns out she's a whole white woman. But she sounds amazing on the track, so I'm rocking with it. And whenever I hear that song, it's just a good summer song. Like, I'm in a summer vibe right now. Obviously, it's summer. So it's just a good, good vibe. But you had a Tina Marie moment? No, what do you mean? Because some people didn't know she was white. <laughs> Tina Marie. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, I knew Tina Marie was white. I'm saying, like, at that point, I the first time I really heard, I've heard this song prior to the sample, but I never watched the music video to know she was white until, like, after the sample came out and then, like, doing homework on it. I didn't find this out recently. I'm just saying, like, okay. back then, I didn't know she was a white lady. Got it. Okay. It's like that regurgitating thing on Twitter. People find out that that one white man, I think that Bobby Caldwell is white and they keep regurgitating that. But yeah, my songs for this week were the Whisper song. It was very funny just hearing it on this episode. And then the other song I had was When You Believe by Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. They were playing it when Nehemiah and Naya were just the last two standing at the food station. And it really was a good little pep talk moment for that. So yeah, and that was actually my first time actually hearing that song, but now I'm gonna put it on my playlist and yeah. Well, if you want to hear any of those songs at all, you can check out the playlist on Spotify, which is linked below and it'll be in the description. You can check us out on Twitter at Dual Lions Pod. You can check out our personal pages. Uh, Megan's page is at Megs and Hines. Alethea's is at 8th underscore S5. And you can follow our YouTube page at Dual Alliance Pod as well. This is it for the Challenge All-Stars. You know, this is book close. We're going to put a bow on this season. Overall, I give it a 6.5 out of 10. Not too great, but wasn't the worst thing that I've seen on TV. So that's it for All-Stars, but we have the USA show that's airing tonight. So we'll be back to do more challenge breakdown. Yes, we have some new people coming up. So this is going to be interesting how they fit into the challenge franchise. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back same place, same time next week to talk about the challenge. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah, you're alone, you're alone, you're alone.